<laughs> All right. Hello. Welcome to After Party, yeah. season one, episode six. It's really happening. If uh, you can hear us properly, give us a <laughs> thumbs up in right. the chat here. We're Every doing our single <laughs> one of you, we need to hear from you because we have an issue. We have had an issue every week. Yeah, we've had we have had audio problems, but we're doing our best. Mm -hmm. So we both want to be clear. We both want to be equal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good. So Good. welcome. I can see I can see a couple of people uh, saying hi in the chat. So let us know if yeah. you can hear us. Let us know if it's clear. And we're going to jump into conversation here in a little bit. Yeah. Hey, we got a thumbs up. Thank you, Caitlin. Oh, Appreciate that. So maybe this will be our first technical difficulty free after party six we'll six times the charm <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, well yeah that's right. oh nice and clear yep Excellent. two thumbs up thank you guys Excellent. thanks guys our faithful listeners All right. <laughs> to after party well Sorry. welcome tonight thanks for joining us everyone mm -hmm. uh bobby's gonna lead us through some talking <laughs> just some talking <laughs> uh well i wanted to open with this question you can kind of take it light. You can take it in a more heavier way, sure. whatever you'd like. Uh, but what are you thinking a lot about right now? What am I thinking about? Um, right now, that's a good question. Got me to start? Yeah, sure. Why don't you? <laughs> I'm thinking about birthdays today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only because Who's it's my birthday? sister's birthday. Very cool. And she's probably not listening, <laughs> but it's her 40th birthday, my younger oh. sister. So that's a big deal. Yeah. And it's my sister-in-law's birthday today as well, Sarah. Oh, wow. And Sarah is actually my first Bateman love. Like I know, <laughs> I know the Batemans because of it's Sarah. True. Right. And I'm married into that family. So okay. I'm thinking about birthdays and the people in my life that I love to celebrate. So I had to find some different ways to celebrate them. I sent yeah. my sister up in Fort Saskatchewan a couple gift cards. Nice. And then I got Sarah a fancy bottle of olive oil from our daily mm. bread today because she's been making pasta in... I love olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do. I think olive oil is great. Do you have a favorite? Favorite olive oil? Yeah. No, I just use I just use like the the President's Choice one that it has near my house, but I buy their like the like the one up or whatever. Okay, okay. Um so they have yeah. a they have a regular one and then they have a fancy one. I buy yeah. the fancy one because it makes me feel fancy. I have no idea. I have, I've never bought the lower one, so I don't know if it's actually any better, why would, but why would you really? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a I fancy wish I man. could remember the label of the I buy a nice olive oil as yeah. well. Uh and it's both at co-op and blush lane. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember the label. It just has like a very simple, clean line on it. Right. Anyways, great olive oil. So it was, I, I thought a lot about birthdays mm -hmm. today. It was one thing I was thinking about. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, the, the first thing that came to mind is, is um, work stuff mm -hmm. is thinking about sort of uh, online engagement and, and what's happening here, what timelines look at. We were just talking yesterday about uh, the new podcast from the daily where they're talking about, okay, well, how does this work? Talk about the hammer and the dance. Is that what mm -hmm. it is? Yeah. yeah so the, exactly the hammer it. is the lockdown and the yeah. dance is the, okay, let's let's try things. Let's see what happens. And then we're probably going to have to pull back. Right. And some comment on that. That mm -hmm. phrase came from, I think, a journalist in the Bay Area in the middle of March. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this New York Times journalist was borrowing the term to explain sort of how he sees the pandemic right. going forward, particularly in the United States, but around the world as well. He's really interesting to listen to yeah. talking us through. He was, he was, he was very interesting to talk to. Did you have, did you have like a, a moment that really stood out to you from that? Podcast? Well, it was just starting to realize that probably whatever it is um, that we're in right now, we're, we're not waiting for the all clear to go back. We're waiting for the all clear to begin you know, coming out to testing things, to seeing what happens, and then probably pulling back a little bit on right. some of those restrictions. So it's going to be this sort of back and forth. Right. 
um, which I think some of us recognize we've been hearing that. But uh, the last couple of days, I've been spending a lot of time thinking, okay, well, what does that mean for us as church? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, you know, we're not going to be, you know, probably anytime soon allowed back into sort of this room full of people, but we will be allowed, you know, some smaller gatherings. And so what does church look like in that context where maybe our services are online, but small groups begin to come back and we are able to socialize. We're able to be together to, to pray with each other, to be in person together, but maybe not in that gathered group. And I think there can be something um, really neat about that. There can mm-hmm. be some um, real opportunities in that. But then starting to think about like, how do we, how do we make sense of that? How do mm-hmm. we think about it? Because uh, I think... I even talked about this on Sunday in the message. The first sort of five weeks was we got to get through Easter. And so we, we kind of all put our heads down and we did our best and we got through Easter. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, okay, how do we um, lead well? How do we pastor well? How do we move through this next whole season, however long that's going to be together? Right. So that's what I've spent a lot of time. I know that's not a nice cheery way to think about things, no, but it's... <laughs> I also listen to the... I listen to the daily almost yeah. every day. And I daily. Listen, I listen get daily. Get it? <laughs> That's my, they even have been doing some neat things on the weekend so it is daily this is my son will say things like what oh i can't remember he's like just his jokes are like so they'll be like get it or now his new thing is sarcasm so he's always oh. like ha ha dad very funny oh, no. i just sarcasmed That's what he says to me. So, it's a verb <laughs> so just, so laugh. past tense you know, bad jokes of like the daily it's daily anyway uh, go on sorry oh, but I also really, I actually went back and listened to parts of it a couple of times mm-hmm. because I was like, ooh, like this is a really important take uh, on our moment. And, the, but it's funny how little things sort of stick. Mm-hmm. I think I, I talked about Lectio Divina this morning in the Instagram story. And I think I Lectio Divina basically everything in my life. So yeah. podcasts, I also Lectio Divina. Yeah. Like I, there's something that ends up sort of sticking and like following me around all day so the phrase that i kept going back to from this conversation on the daily with mike barbaro and what is the journalist's name don mcneil was when he talked about fishing it was such a tiny detail i'm trying to remember so you have to tell me (laughs) he said i'm thinking about it was near the end of the conversation i'm thinking about getting a different fishing rod so i can become one of those guys on the pier that fishes for whatever i don't know what he's the detail was he said i'm not i like maybe it was trout fishing Mm -hmm. i like going out and like on a bigger fishing trip i'm not quoting him directly but but i'm thinking about getting a different fishing rod which is a little bit like how we're thinking we're thinking like we still are very interested in being the church yeah but we are like looking for different tools or mm. like what are the things that we can continue to employ mm. to be who we are. Like this journalist loves fishing. He's like, I can't do the kind of fishing I actually love right now, yeah. but I can probably do this kind. That's interesting. And I thought, I thought about this. I'm not, I don't care about fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I know many people in our community do, which is great, but I thought about that little detail. Mm. Like I'm still thinking about it the next day. Like what in my own personal life, what yeah. kind of hobbies? I don't, I'm not like a, an enthusiast about much of anything. Like so you, I'm an enthusiast about everything. Well, I like to work. Yeah. Like I'm interested. That's, that's really in, like, what I'm enthusiastic about. <laughs> I know. I like my work a lot. So thankfully I can still do it. But mm. like I have a sewing machine. I like sewing projects that are so simple, but mm. I, all I have in my house are like old pajamas that I cut up and like 
<laughs> turned into makeup remover pads. <laughs> so, I mean, That's honestly, I, think, I, I like what you're talking about because yeah. part of me, it, for me this week was, okay, so how are we going to do this coming out? But, yeah. but part of the reason was, is because this is the time of year when we would normally be... Um, like knee deep in the journal prep for September. Mm -hmm. So what's our next year look like? Mm -hmm. So this is the time of year where I'm sort of conditioned in my yearly rhythm to be thinking about the next year and the next 12 months. And so we need to do that. Yeah. But it's also, it's this sort of strange place. Like, um, I think we're going to do a journal. I think we're going to print it. But at the same time, I'm like, do we print it? Like, is anybody going to be here in January to get these things? Like September. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. September. So, I mean, we're going to plan it. We're going to put it all together, but you know, what's that going to look like right. this year? And it's not, um, I don't find that depressing. I'm just finding it just an engaging yeah. sort of practice for me to start wondering about like, okay, yeah. well, like, like, what is this going to be? And I, I, right. I, that actually kind of is invigorating yeah. um, to think about, but right. yeah. Um, the other thing is yeah. uh, I got my motorcycle out. You did? So I did. So I did you have one or two. I have one motorcycle right now. Um, I did have two at one point, That's but so I sold my dirt bike. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I took out and I rode around, yeah. um, not for very long, just for half an hour, started it up. But that's probably more than I rode all of last year. So I'm oh. already... <gasps> this is an interesting thing about this moment is we have a different kind of margin. I think mm-hmm. like there's lots of work to be done around here still. But I also like th- this line about the kind of fishing rod, you know, he's he's about to go get. So he. I, I thought about that as well. Like, what do I want to enjoy of the things I already enjoy just in the way that I can yeah. enjoy them. So, yeah. yeah. Caitlin's asking, what about the mini donuts and ice cream for oh, launch in September? Right. Don't worry. Someday. <laughs> It'll be <so> <laughs> If it's not September, it's going to be at some point we're getting it back. We just, oh, we, yeah. I mean, stampede breakfast is likely that's off. Uh, but we were just thinking about like what happens when can we mm-hmm. do that again? Like, even if it's not yeah. at stampede, like what's the next big right. thing we have everyone together for some celebration, right. who knows how far down the road that is, oh but there will, there'll be times for this again. It so. is going to be a sweet feeling. Yeah. Anything else that you've been really thinking about? No, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, honestly, and I, and this is going to sound bad, but I don't think it is for me. I've just been, um, really consumed with this season of thinking about church, what comes next? Um, how do we do things well? How do we honor so the calling of church to, um, to do what we do, mm-hmm. but also to embrace this moment. So not, not to sort of be thinking about when we get back. Yeah. Um, that will come. Right. It's an interesting so think- sort of carrot. Yeah. Like, if we're too fixated on it, we're missing yeah, this like, moment. what we are yeah. in. Yeah. And I think, I think there is a lot of, um, you know, like I want to be careful with my language here because I don't want to pretend that this, in, this moment isn't hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pretend that it's not harder for some people than others. Absolutely. Uh, that said, I do think there are, yeah, I, I want to be careful with the language, but opportunities to do things in new ways, to rethink what community and church is all about, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to... Uh, to reinvent some of our patterns. Some of them will go back. I think, I think hopefully we will bring some new things with us yes. when we go back. Yeah. And that's what oh, I'm that's really a hoping. That's great phrase. That so. will bring some new things with us. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah it feels like that's a, that's a true possibility. So we started a new series on Sunday, A Big Loud Mouth, and you kicked it off. 
talking nice and close to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> trying some new things. Yeah, we are. So, I mean, before we get to the message, we are trying some new things just in terms of how we're doing things. Mm -hmm. um, I think all of us felt as a team that in the lead up to Easter, we wanted to provide something that felt normal. Mm -hmm. It felt like our rhythm and our habit to give us a sense of grounding. Um, but I think coming out of that, there was the realization of, okay, like this, if this is the new reality, then does it make sense to do something that felt normal two months right. ago? So we're trying things and we're adjusting things. And it's almost like we were easing ourselves yeah. into what is like, okay, well like have the message in a similar format yeah. to how you know the message, even though you're not in the room. Okay. That's different. Yeah. And then we're going to turn that camera around and you'll right. notice that the views <laughs> are empty. Okay. Like we're easing down. Okay. Yeah. Now we're just like hanging out with Jeremy in his <laughs> office or Bobby in her living yeah. room. And it's funny because uh, we Scott didn't in his study. <laughs> it wasn't originally part of the plan. Yeah. was to stage it that way. It's just right. how it came, came about. Cause we thought, you know, Easter warranted, sort of naming the fact yeah. that we weren't here. And so we turned the camera right. around and then coming out of Easter, we are like, well, let's do something different. Right. Let's do something more casual. But I think it's an example of discerning mm -hmm. in real time. I think that's also what we're doing in our personal mm -hmm. lives or um, in our lives outside of, you know, church or work is sort of like easing into yeah. the reality that is, you know, life at home a lot more, sharing our space with our loved yeah. ones more, sort of like easing into that. And maybe for some of us, it's like, clunk, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan and I live in a very small space, but we are noticing how our busyness really honored the space for the other. Oh, so, yeah. you know, if Jonathan was out on a Thursday with his buddy Darren, and then I would go out on a different night and see Sarah, you know, and we would kind of give each other more space. What's up, Darren and Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. So good. Um, but now that we're like, I'm yeah. there in in the week on mm -hmm. my own working but uh jonathan was uh, there on the weekend and he was like i'm gonna lose my mind mm -hmm. we love being together but we have like an extrovert and he's an introvert mm -hmm. and i just like follow him around because i've been alone all week <laughs> the poor guy's like give me he would never say that to me but mm -hmm. it's kind of hey, my, my, so yeah my son we're is, that, yeah, that kind of dropping yeah. into like oh this is like weekends now like mm -hmm. where we would go out for beers and take our Kindles. It, like we're now like sort of, we hit the the bottom of something. Like this is a, a yeah. very different reality. I'm going to say something. I'm going to put my coffee down. Yeah, tea. I, want, I keep putting it there. I really want to put it right here. Oh no. Because it would be so idea. easy for me to grab. But I know, <laughs> I know I would knock like it all little... over my computer and it would be gone. So I'm going to keep okay. sticking it there. But I desperately want, is there like a spot right here? I could. Maybe it. when it's warmer out, we could like have beer mm, lawn chairs. There you go. Sit outside <laughs> on the lawn. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, right now our family, you know, I mean, we have a very small house too. It's, yeah. it's just under a thousand square feet, um, which is fine. I mean, actually we love our house, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of bodies in there now, yeah. especially with them and, yeah. and Eaton and, and we have a golden retriever who is the neediest animal in the world. <laughs> um, and the more you're around, the more needy he gets. Oh. Like, it's not like, Hey, we're home now. You Calm can, down. you can ease up. Right. It's like, they're home now. I need more. I need more. <laughs> I love your cedar voice, like, by the <laughs> way. It's like that. Sucks up everything. <laughs> everything you have to give. Uh, but then eating, you know, I mean, it's just like this is parenting in general, but yeah. all day he's just like, Dad, watch this. Dad, watch this. Yeah. Dad, come do this. Um, which is great. And it's yeah. fun. And we yeah. set up the trampoline. Or right. But then M, if Rachel's watching, is in this mode now where she just 
will not stand to be put down. Oh, she doesn't need yeah. a lot. Like as long as you're holding her, she's fine. But she's in a mode where she just she does not want oh. to be put down. So it's just. Yeah, we sw we switch her oh. off. We trade her back and forth, and and as long as you do, she's fine. Yeah. You can kind of strap her to you and okay. go about your day. But there is, yeah, there's... that's a lot. That's a lot happening yeah. in your house. <laughs> that's true. But also, can we just say that M in that little outfit out in the sun in a picture that you or Rachel posted? Yeah, Rachel's having so much fun because she's like, her um, she's at eight pounds now, so she's oh. out of the preemie stage, oh and Rachel's God. able to like dress her up in these little outfits that everybody's given us, and they're so they're cute. so cute. And actually, um, one of Rachel's uh, coworkers um, uh, has a, a friend who works with one of the Cree bands in Northern Alberta, and they gave us um, this handmade moss bag, a traditional moss bag, which is sort of um, it's a an indigenous carrying thing yeah. for for babies and stuff you kind of wrap them in it them in? yeah it like swaddles them up and then it has sort of this um leather binding on the front that ties them up if, if you probably saw a picture you'd know mm. exactly what it was and it's beautiful so we have wanted to like put her in that but then it's also nice out now so now we're not like swaddling her up as much so oh, i don't know when we're going to get her into this thing sweet. yeah it's very beautiful it's very beautiful it was a beautiful gift oh, to receive man. and stuff too that's so lovely. yeah so very okay cool. we really just did another yeah, <laughs> loop around which is how my brain works anyway <laughs> that's so that's fine but okay let's go to the sermon and then i also want to plug uh the new episode of between yes. sundays that's coming out tomorrow 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 Look out. but uh so we opened the series my big loud mouth um, we were talking about this line and expanding upon it but this idea of uh god has a plan uh, which was really about well i liked your language about shortcuts can make it harder mm -hmm. for us to heal so when we're with people or someone's with us in a hard time and someone is sort of reassuring us with this a language like yep. god has a plan everything works out it'll be fine yeah. everything's fine uh, that that can be a real shortcut to uh, our healing. Yeah. So, so, I mean, a couple things that I think were interesting about this series is I framed it as you know, a series about all the things we wish we didn't say. Yes. And the next three weeks are going to, I think, are going to feel much more like that. Like we're talking about hurtful things, like I hate you. And we're talking about um, oversharing, mm -hmm. saying something that you wish you could take back because you said it to the wrong person or, mm -hmm. or gossiping and sharing someone else's story. Right. Um, and all of those are sort of, we know those as like bad things. Mm -hmm. um, this one I thought was interesting because we started the series with something that doesn't feel like it's a bad thing to say. Like it never feels bad to say, oh, you know, God has a plan for you or everything happens for a reason. When like you're the sayer exactly. of the thing. Yeah, because yeah. it, it feels like it's a it's a, a good thing to say. And it, it, it is, comes from a very good-hearted place. Mm -hmm. um, but as I said, I think the language I had on Sunday was, you're either one of those people who know how hard that is to hear or you will be one day mm -hmm. one of the people who knew how hard it was to hear. Um, because I think we've, we all find ourselves at some point in that situation where those words aren't comforting. What they feel like to you is God has a reason for this. Therefore I deserve this or I did something to warrant this situation that I'm in. Yeah. A, yeah. That was, you know, like I almost wanted you to say that five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you say it again? Yeah. It's because, important. because I think when we're saying what I was trying to say is when we're saying God has a reason for this, mm -hmm. I think what we sometimes hear is, 
there is a reason for this yeah. and you're the reason for this yeah. and you did something to deserve this. And we don't mean that. We're like, that's not what we're trying to put on someone. But I think that's how when it comes. When you carry with, out yeah. the logic of that, that and Exactly. Like when you yeah. carry that to its logical conclusion, I think that's what yeah. we come away with. And that yeah. can be really hard. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm... But I'm I don't know that we think those no. things. We feel it as Exactly, shame. exactly. Yeah. Which is, which is what part of, I think, what makes it so hard. Yeah. Because if we could, if we thought it then we could tell ourselves, well, that's not true. Yeah. You know, that's not how it works. Yeah. But because we don't think it consciously, we feel it, we carry it in our bones, mm -hmm. it kind of sticks around with us. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden grief starts to turn into this shame of, like I'm in this situation because I deserved it, yeah. because there's a reason for it, because I'm the reason for yeah, it. Yeah. And I think that's why it was sort of an interesting way to, you could either say ease into the series or like dive right, right into the series. End, right. Um, yeah. Cause in some ways this is the, the deeper end, right. Yeah. Um, is to recognize the sort of the harm that we can do mm -hmm. um, in, in naming that. So I thought that was an interesting piece. Yeah. And then this um, shortcutting piece around grief takes time. Like there's no way to get around that. Um, just as when was it? It was um, Palm Sunday. We were talking about forgiveness, I think. And we talked about, hey, sometimes you're not ready to forgive. Um, that doesn't mean you don't need to forgive, mm -hmm. right? You need, everybody needs to forgive, but you need to do that for yourself. And you need to get to that place where you can forgive because that'll be healing and it will be good mm -hmm. for you. Have you heard of the term spiritual bypassing? No. I just came across it, oh, maybe in the last few months, but it's from a psychologist in the 80s. And I actually copied the definition down. So spiritual bypassing is a term first coined by psychologist John Wellwood in 1984, and it is the use of spiritual practices and beliefs to avoid dealing uh, with our painful feelings, uh, unresolved wounds, and developmental needs. Yeah. And I was like, that that's some yeah. of the stuff that we yeah. were, that, that your language around shortcuts can make it harder for us to heal. Yeah. Uh, that, that this language that we've all taken mm -hmm. into ourselves, God has a plan, everything works out for the good of those who love Jesus, you know, all of that language yep. is, is in us. Uh, we also believe it, totally. um, in all, but with more nuance, with yeah. more like uh, in a more drawn out in the narratives of our actual lives. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I find this to be really interesting in our like pastoral mm -hmm. counseling as well, because I think people come to us with that shame, but, um, you know, what they're, they're they still want to believe like, well, maybe I did something, um, that, you know, that that's like betraying mm -hmm. my own faith, um, in that way. So mm -hmm. I thought that language was really, I, I love that too. Yeah. yeah I'm going to yeah. have to look it up, but I think, I think that's exactly it is there's work that needs to be done yeah. when we grieve and it doesn't matter how spiritual, how faithful we are. You need to do that work. Right. And I think, I mean, you're using the word grief, but I also think when we you just use the word forgiveness sure. and, yeah. and I think that that's a very, very complicated thing when you're living with real woundedness yeah. in relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think spiritual bypassings is like, has, has said to us, just forgive, you'll be free. Right. Uh, but it's like, no, the real work of of forgiveness is like living out yeah. forgiveness. And the, and the forgiveness, um, you know, back to that one, forgiveness yeah. is the end result of the healing. Yeah. Forgiveness isn't the thing that heals you. Yeah. So, you know, when you're hurting and someone's injured you and we come along with advice saying, forgive that person and you'll feel better. No, 
you you heal and you get better right. and then you forgive right you know and we have to we have to keep these things in order because if not yeah. it's it's that spiritual bypassing where you're trying yeah. to cut to the end totally, totally. And if you cut to the end and you don't do the work yeah then that stuff builds up and it yeah. just hangs around and then eventually you you, know, you have to come to this point where you yeah. have to sort of unload that baggage for yeah. yourself and so when somebody comes along and they say something like um god has a plan for this everything has reason it's it's meant well, but what it's trying to do is it's trying to take you from here and it's yeah. trying to get you to right. here. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. And maybe I don't even know that. Maybe I can't even tell you that. But when you yeah. try to move me there, yeah. then I feel like I should be there. Then I now have this shame about yeah. it because I'm not ready there and I'm, right. and I'm not okay. Uh, you know, and all these start, things start to compound on themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really, for myself, I have really liked the language of, trading god had a reason for how do i make meaning out of this yeah and yeah. how can god help me create meaning in this because you just pulled up the passage from romans right yeah from Romans, where paul is saying right. um all things work together for the good of those who love god mm -hmm. What I mean, and we talked about this in the Roman series. I think it was in year four. Uh, <laughs> I can find it. Maybe job. it was part 22. Um, <laughs> don't quote me on that. But it was in the um, Roman series. Yeah. But that phrase, the way that the emphasis, it's, it's not a bad translation so much, but the way the emphasis gets put on English is misplaced. It's not about God works um, all of these things for your good. Mm -hmm. It's God works the things in your life to make good right and those are and then it's very it's subtle but it's a very world, big difference yeah it's a hu apart. huge difference to say um god put sickness god put pain god put a breakup into my mm -hmm. life to teach me something a pandemic in a pandemic world. yeah right. you know i mean that's that's incredibly harmful way to mm -hmm. think about the divine now to say I'm going through this, mm -hmm. I'm in this situation, and God is now with me, helping me create meaning, mm -hmm. helping me learn, helping me become a stronger, better person mm -hmm. in the midst of this. I think that can be language that can be really helpful mm -hmm. and really life-giving um, and really strengthening. But when we believe these things happen to us for a reason, because God mm -hmm. wanted to teach us or because we did something right. to deserve it, uh, as if it was punishment or yeah. tough love. Like right. I just, I don't, I don't think God does tough love. No. I think there are times that God has to punch through walls that we've put up. Right. And I think there are times. Interesting word. Yeah, that we get so consumed with, <laughs> right. you know, things that are not important that God has to get our attention. Yeah. But I don't think God ever hurts us right. to try to get us somewhere. Right. Um, and so that's an abuser. It is. It is. <laughs> that like that. I if anyone was sitting in front of me explaining a relationship like mm -hmm. that, where somebody tried to manipulate you yeah. to do a certain thing, I'd say like there's a lot of unhealth in that relationship, and like some things need to be uh, dealt with yeah. or looked at. No, so, do I have to sometimes yeah. get my son's attention? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I right. can't just always gently right you know you know wave my hands and say yeah you know i mean <laughs> i don't think you should climb up right, you know, right i mean sometimes right. i have to get his attention right and, and my son is so sensitive i love oh, it about him i hope he doesn't yeah. lose that but i mean you know i can't look at him sternly without him <laughs> breaking down his ears so i mean so i mean i have to be very gentle yeah. and i and i love that about him and i and i want to i want to encourage that i don't want to yeah. the last thing i want to do yeah. is sort of um yeah squash that but there are still times like i have to 
you have to get his attention, mm -hmm. but I would never hurt him to teach him a lesson. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I am a, a reasonably competent father, mm -hmm. you know, and God is compared to a good father all through the scriptures, then, then how much better would that be yeah. that God would know how to parent us, know yeah. how to mother us, know how to love us in all yeah. of these different ways. Um, and yes, sometimes that means, you know, um, there's shock and sometimes there's there's a startlement when yeah, God I mean, gets a like hold of us. Fa but facing the truth of who we are yeah. is shocking. It's, and I think yeah. when the people who love me reflect to me who I really am and yeah. I don't like to look at that part of yes. myself, like yes. that that feels like it hurts, but actually it's for my good. Yeah. Like it's it's always for my healing. It's always out of incredible love. Mm -hmm. um, so we got yeah. way Whew. off. On to forgiveness. I mean, that's good stuff. That was a fun uh, conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So spiritual bypassing, God has a plan, uh, shortcuts is a harder way for us to heal. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about the real work of healing in mm -hmm. my own life, doing some reflecting on that this afternoon, that it it took like making real appointments hmm. with real, you know, real people who could, I knew like this is a version of my healed life that I want to get to. I am over here. Like I can't, I can't just like pray myself mm. into it. I have to have action to my prayer, which meant like finding a real therapist or spiritual sure. director or calling a friend. You know, it, it meant like walking through, paying attention to the grief, the pain, mm. the the sadness for how things weren't the way I wanted them to be, um, in any number of things. And and that, and one of the things I love about life <laughs> is that I was, I, I sometimes think in dating metaphors because I spent <laughs> so much of my adult life just trying to figure out how to date. And there were these times where I would like beg my friends, like, please set me up with somebody. Like, you must know people. Like, this is really hard for me. Why can't you just set me up with someone great? And sometimes they would, and I would go out on a date and like, that would be okay. Uh, but the really great stories and the really great moments were like when I did that myself, mm -hmm. uh, when I like made a connection, we, you know, braved a, a new space. Uh, I met some really lovely people, some like delightful men in my life that kind of broke my heart later, but, <laughs> but I would not trade it. And like, I think about that in terms of the work of our lives that mm -hmm. like, if I try to just like, if I sort of take that example and take it into my spiritual life, if I, if I'm just sitting praying for a thing and I want God to just do the thing, um, what, what part mm -hmm. of life is that? Like the delight I think of the divine is like, yes, Bobby, like you do this. And of course that's God with me in every single moment of like moving into struggling through mm -hmm. pushing forward towards the life that I want. But the the it was it really lacked satisfaction um in those parts of my stories when i wanted to bypass the real hard work that i needed to do mm -hmm. to move towards relationship in my life like um i think about that a lot like we i i love prayer i believe in prayer i think the contemplative life is incredibly important the inward journey is everything mm -hmm. um oh, everything i mean it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> it's a thing it's a thing yeah. <laughs> okay i'm using hyperbolic language maybe but uh but i i think about the the need to walk these stories out in real time um with our real energies feels like D deeply divine work in life. So, mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm, yeah. I mean, just looking at some of the comments here, I really appreciate um, some people sharing their stories and, and what's that meant, Caitlin sharing that. I mean, it's, it's really beautiful to yeah. say, uh, like, I like her language. It took me almost a decade to realize, understand, and accept that God loves me and God doesn't punish us. I didn't do anything to cause this and neither did God. However, there's so much of God's glory that's been shown to me throughout my struggles. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about in that Romans yeah. piece. Right. God didn't do any of this to right. you to teach you anything right. or for God's glory. Right, right, right. But God right. uses these right. things, yeah. all of the pieces. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if the Lego has been destroyed and it's all on the ground, yeah. You know, God isn't the one who, who tore it apart, but God is the one who puts it all back together right, into something right, that's right. creative and right. beautiful. Right. Oh, here are the pieces. Yeah. Like, let's do this work together. Yeah. Um, but you don't get to close your eyes and open them and the Legos all yeah. go back together. So so that is, takes me back to one thing. I think, I think I said it near the start of the message, but just this whole idea of sometimes when we say these things, like we have these verses um, and they're beautiful and mm -hmm. we repeat them to each other. Yeah. And that's good. And they're true but they're not true yet. And, and that was one of the yeah. things that was meaningful for me as I was thinking through it is um, everything happens for a reason. I, I don't love that language, but is there meaning in everything? Absolutely. However, even that needs to be wielded carefully mm -hmm. because that may be true in the end, but that may not be true for someone yet. Right. And sometimes, you know, uh, I think the language that I used was um, what's true is as much about timing as it is about content. Because there are things that we can say to each other that will be true one day. Right. But to say them now in the midst of this moment yeah. is not kind, it's not loving, and yeah. it's not true. Right. Now, if I hold that and I have the sensitivity of the spirit to say, hey, this person is going to need these words in one month, in mm -hmm. a year from now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hold this as a gift for them because when the time is right, I'm going to bring mm -hmm. it back to them. That can be a really beautiful thing. Right. But... And it's maybe it's the same words, and maybe it even even is sort of um, the this the sort of voice of God and the Spirit of God speaking to us. But also, it's that awareness to be able to say, "When should I share this? How do I share this?" It might even be um, tomorrow. Like it might even be right now in their emotional state. It's not okay for me to say everything's going to be okay. But tomorrow, right. a phone call to say, "Hey, you know." Hey, I know we had that heart to heart last night, mm -hmm. but I want you to know that there's meaning to be made in this moment and God is with you in it now. Mm -hmm. Like that may be an incredible gift only 24 hours later. Right. And, and I think this is what it comes down to when we're talking to each other and our big loud mouths is um, it's not just the words we say, it's the thoughtfulness, it's the kindness, mm -hmm. it's the timing, it's the putting ourselves in each other's shoes before yeah. we speak right. that goes a long way right. to... To, to helping each other get to the place we need to go. Right. Yeah. I also think that like sometimes we aren't the person to um, like see that part of the story or mm, to right. like you can trust that there will be that that the words of God mm. for people will arrive in people's lives in all manner yeah. of ways. And I think when I I was really drawn in my memory today to a particular pastoral moment from years ago when I witnessed some of the most horrific grief I've ever um, sat alongside of. And, and I've been a pastor for almost 20 years. So it was really, really tragic. And I was not the person to, uh, I was the person to show up yep. in the, in the depth mm -hmm. and the shock and the, um, uh, in the, the horror yeah. of of the, that moment, but I wasn't the person who two years later could say, wow. "Oh, look at how um, 
there was all this new life that came. Look at, uh, but I know that mm. that that there were other people there to do that. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said about playing the part that, like you were there to play, yeah, uh, with your whole heart, with all your discernment and all your care. But maybe you aren't the person who will. Uh, who will be able to speak those words, but you can yeah. still hold them. And yeah. And I, I love them. that. I mean, I think yeah. as pastors, I think that comes into play so much and, and you'll hear this language like, you know, um, Apollos waters and Paul brings the word, you know, I mean, all yeah, these, you know, they, right. they feed together. It's in Corinthians when Paul's right, talking about right, this, you right. know? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you, at some point, you do this long enough where you realize this is, yeah. is just your life now is you don't get to play all the parts right. in everyone's don't. story. Yeah. You play this moment right now yeah. and you trust that the spirit of God is going to be in someone's life for the long haul yeah. and will be there to guide them and will be there to bring the right words and the right yeah. people along. Yeah. But I think of that in terms of, you know, even when we think of um, like, like salvation, you know, this, this yes. moment that people have, you know, and, and salvation can come in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's a moment where we realize what's been happening to mm -hmm. us. But I remember, you know, the, the roots of my story being in the Pentecostal tradition where there was so much pressure on, like, you have to, you have to bring people to a moment of decision and you have to right. be there for that moment. And you have to make sure that they, you know, accept Christ or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then realizing that, oh, no, my job is just to move them one step forward. Mm -hmm. And if one step forward is like antagonistic to the concept of God, mm -hmm. to being open to considering the world in a new way, then I have done my job well, if, if that's the, the role that I've played in their life. Now, for someone else who comes to commons and... You know, it's very close to the edge of, of moving over the over the precipice into an awareness of the divine all around them and mm. the presence of Jesus in their life. Then maybe jo my job is to tell the story of Jesus so well that they say, that is the story that now makes sense of yeah. all these emotions that I've been having. Yeah. But everywhere in between that, um, I speak as part of the truth along the way, mm -hmm. hoping that you're going to come along or someone else is coming along or another mm -hmm. community is going to come mm -hmm. along and build all those pieces together. Right. And long time ago, thankfully, I gave up on any of this pressure to feel like I needed to be all of those parts yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm helping someone deconstruct a faith that's not working for them anymore. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm helping someone those reconstruct. Those are great moments. They when somebody's be. like finding the language that for something that they're like, I actually want to reject this. And you can mm -hmm. say, like, that's okay. And you can let go of yeah, it. Yeah, you can let go. And imagine if you let go, like what might mm -hmm. be in its place. And then at yeah. the same time, to help some people who have yeah. done so much deconstructing and say, actually, you know yeah. what? Now yeah. we can come back. And some of this language that has felt oppressive to you, sin and redemption yeah. and forgiveness, and yeah. you know, we can put that all back together. Right. Um, you know, and just like we're talking yeah, about with Lego, of all of those things can be rebuilt yeah. into something new and beautiful. Mm -hmm. But recognizing that not everyone do you get to go through all of those processes with. Yeah. I've helped people deconstruct yeah. and then they've moved away and I, yeah. you know, I don't get to be there for the reconstruction. Mm -hmm. I've had people come to commons and they're in the reconstruct mode and I've yeah. had to do that, you know, and, and everything in between. And, and yeah. that's the sort of, there's a calm in being able to hand that over to God mm -hmm. and just say, hey, I'm going to play my role. I'm going to do that. One last thought. No, yeah, go. And then we can move on. Yeah, um, fine. The other thing I, I was thinking about, I might talk about this in the video this week um, on YouTube that I didn't talk about in the sermon too much. I might have mentioned it, but yeah. um, I think part of the reason that words like everything happens for a reason and God has a plan are so comforting for us to say 
is because they're actually a way. I for- like sometimes they aren't. Like sometimes we sure. say them and we know. Oh, maybe they're not exactly yeah. those things, but you, like I think we've all been in that moment sure. where I've like said a thing and I thought, no, mm-hmm. you yeah. you were there to pay attention. Sure. You were there to witness mm-hmm. and to be present and. And a plenty of times I rush in yeah. with some words, be they those Absolutely. or other ones. And I think, so, and I think that's I that sort of sensitivity to spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. And there is. I mean, sometimes we all wish we had that sensitivity yeah. before the words right, came totally. out of our mouth. But sometimes there is that recognition and that this is not, this isn't what I was should have said. <laughs> I think being able to say, hey, I was thinking back about our conversation yeah. and I'm really sorry yeah. about this thing I said. I want yeah. you to know I heard you and I'm sorry mm-hmm. for this really sad thing. So important. Happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and can be a really beautiful moment yeah, to do that. Exactly. Um, but exactly. on the other side, I think some of the reason, so I actually, I actually like your point that we're not actually super comfortable with it, but I think part of the reason we are conditioned to say yeah, it that's good. is because we, we're actually self self soothing ourselves okay. that when we say to someone, everything happens for a reason, what we're really telling ourselves is I'm uncomfortable with your pain. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with your pain. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be there. And I don't want to believe that something this random and terrible could ever happen to right. me. And if I can convince myself that bad things don't just happen to people, yeah. then I can trust that I'm good enough or I'm strong enough or I make enough mm. good enough decisions that I won't be where you are. Right. Now, I'm not saying we think that through consciously because no. nobody would talk to somebody who's having cancer and, and think yeah. it's their fault. But I think sometimes what's going on sort of in our subconscious mm. is if I can find a way to make this makes sense for them, then I don't need to worry that something senseless will happen to me or that I'm going to have to go through this. And that's where I think some of this language that we read in the New Testament, Paul saying things like um, rejoice in suffering because that brings perseverance and and character and hope. Or Peter in 1 Peter, where he talks about, I rejoice in suffering um, because it also connects me to the glory of, of Christ's suffering and redemption. I don't think these are sort of masochistic, I want to suffer. I think what they are is I recognize now that I see the world more truthfully now. Because Mm -hmm. I've gone through this, I recognize that this type of pain Mm -hmm. exists in the world. Mm -hmm. And before that, I was able to pretend it didn't. Okay. Or I was able to pretend that, you know, these stories weren't real or people didn't go through this. Like, like all I had my illusions that I was able to protect. Right. When we actually go through suffering, I think now sort of the blinders come off. It's hard, but there is a gift on that to say, now I now I see the world for what it really is. Mm-hmm. Now I can empathize with people in a very real, very honest way that I couldn't before yeah. because I was too bought into my own illusions. And they were stopping me from having real sort of vulnerability and intimacy with mm-hmm. people. Because when I have my illusions, but senseless things won't happen to me. Yeah, that's really interesting. Then I can always hold everything a little bit at a distance. Yeah. When I admit, I don't know why this has happened to you mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense, but I'll so sit there sad. with yeah. you. Part of that is we have to open ourselves up to, okay, that that could happen to mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why. Yeah. And if that happens, I'll face it and I'll trust that God will be with me in mm-hmm. it. Not that God will sort of carry me over it right, or anything. Right, right. so i think there's a little bit of that anyway this this yeah. protecting our illusions that um that nothing like this can happen to us because if there's a reason then mm-hmm. we're going to stand it and like again mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a conscious thing where we've thought it all no, through it's just, it's just this a like basic thing. fear yeah, exactly. of what it means to be human and to be afraid yeah that something will really do us in yeah <laughs> All right. Huh. That's enough about uh, sermon on Sunday. So we are going to talk about, um, there's three more. 
yep. in the series. We're going to talk about, um, you know, and, and we're phrasing the next one, I hate you, which is, but it's really about, you know, saying something that's actually hurtful to someone. Yeah. Um, and, and you know it and you, and you, maybe you're even trying to, or maybe you still carry it and yeah. you know, you, there's things that you said years ago yeah. and, and yeah. you still carry that. But, but you were trying to injure somebody with your yeah. words and, and, and what, and what do we do with that? Yeah. So that one, we're going to talk about oversharing. Mm -hmm. I told my story to either someone who didn't deserve it mm -hmm. or in a place where it wasn't, mm -hmm. uh, protected. Right. And then we're going to talk about gossiping and sharing someone else's story when yeah. it's not yours to tell and yeah. you shared it in, in, in a, a unsafe deal. space. Right. So those are, those are the three more conversations right. in the series. So. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. So tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a new episode of Between Sundays and it is called Panic. And did you listen to the other one? I... No, I even told you today. <laughs> Jeremy. What did I do today? I read over your sermon, I, you know made sure I, I was really aware of all your ideas. I just, I just You're hope so I had fun. the camera on your face when you were like, oh. <laughs> so, um, so I did start it. Oh my gosh. Stop this is little, talking right now. I to get through. <laughs> I listened to about half of it on the walk with the dog this morning. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll try and get the other half tonight. I should hope On the walk so. with the dog tonight before the new podcast comes <laughs> okay, out tomorrow. Okay, good, good, good. So. I mean, it's always there for you. It's true. When you want to listen to I mean, that's, it. That's one of the beautiful things about a <laughs> it podcast. Is. It's not going anywhere. I, I might get buried in your feed. You might forget about it. But uh, Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I have a lot of podcasts in my feed. Okay, and dude. I go in phases but where I made this one. <laughs> this is true. But I, what I'm saying is I, I, well, personally, I tend to go in phases where I listen to like four or five at a time. Okay. And then without really consciously, I just sort of like drop all of those. Oh, okay. And I move to a new bunch and I'll listen oh, to those for like a week or two. It's different, yeah. And I just move on. So I, I do tend to go back and cycle through things. Okay. I tend to get in these modes where I, this is like everything in my life. Like I just, <laughs> I, I want to eat the same thing every day for yeah, a month and then right. never eat that thing again. Right. So I'm kind of like that with podcasts. Like I just, <laughs> like the daily. Yeah. I don't listen to a daily. Oh, I do. I, I know. I listen years. to the daily like once every two weeks, but then oh I listen to them all. Oh, okay. That's okay. what I mean. And then I, and then I'm like, ah, I'm done with the daily for oh, a while. Never. So, okay. So new episode. It's about yeah, panic. New episode is about panic. And it's, yeah, it's so good. Like I, it's really good for this moment. I had the idea again before yeah. we were, you know, in quarantine life and isolation and all of that. So uh, quarantine life. I know every time I go to say like, what, what is this that we're all doing? I'm always kind of like all the words are there. I'm like pandemic, quarantine, self-isolation. Uh, like I'm always reaching for something. I know, to try quarantine and just sounds like it's so much easier to so, say than like social distancing all the time. Physical distancing, social distancing. Yeah. yeah um, I don't I know. know. I, but I keep, I think I use them all like in an equal you know, I don't know if I told this joke before already, but I still love this Twitter one where somebody's mm -hmm. like, listen, it's not quarantine unless it comes from the quarant region in France. If not, it's just sparkling isolation. <laughs> I just, I thought the joke was like the I've funniest never heard thing it. <laughs> No, okay. Maybe you, I haven't told that one. It's not mine. I didn't make it up, but I just love that. If it doesn't come That's from good. quarant in France, it's just sparkling isolation. <laughs> Maybe I love it because my wife loves Prosecco so oh, much. Oh, that's and it. I was like, it's not champagne. It didn't come from Champagne. <laughs> anyway. Oh, good. Anyways, it's a great episode. Uh, so who, who are you interviewing? Trina. Trina Piper slash Frank was her name before. And we have a conversation about her own story. She was a pastor uh, right. and did ministry and then really loved. Was a Lutheran pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we talk about that a little bit, which is kind of cool about any of our transitions yeah. from in our work lives. I think a lot of us um, live through that. And then we, 
we talk about? We talk about our lives a little bit. We move into, she uses some language of like, we are in a crisis. Mm. And I found that really helpful, the way that she makes all of this space. I say this Just in the Just sort of to name it. She names it. Yeah. And I said this in the introduction that I write after the conversation, after doing the edits, that Trina has this great way of like opening an idea and opening it and opening it mm. some more. And then you have like kind of all this space. <laughs> I wasn't even on camera, Bobby. <laughs> I took the camera off me so I could yawn. And then Bobby's like, hey, what are you, what are you doing over there? You bored him talking? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to keep this hidden here. Okay, anyways, it's going to be great. It's not boring. It's not yawn worthy. No, it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, again, John Petcow did such a lovely job uh, putting the episode together. Like, I just hand him my little bit of edits and he puts the music in and makes it all sound Oh, it's, great. I mean, honestly, it's, it's one so of the great good. parts of listening to um, Between Sundays. Yeah. Is, I mean, this is like, we can barely get our microphones on <laughs> when we talk. Like, as far as we know, they're working. Yeah, but yeah. They might not be. Uh, but the, the Between Sundays podcast is so. Oh, yeah. well produced. Yeah, Jonathan Peckow's done an amazing job with oh, it. But just the, the fade-ins and the music and the editing it's and stuff, really it's, it's a really great experience to listen yeah, to. it's great. It's great. So, when so if I'm, you're expecting this, yeah. the, the, you know, <laughs> the level up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> we like, edit it and take good care. Um, I also spent a lot more time writing those questions <laughs> than I do these. Uh, but um, Trina does this great thing with something called the window of tolerance and she mm. maps out like when we like peak above and when we drop below okay. our experience in terms of panic and anxiety so mm. i'm not going to give that all away it's great that's not really for free. great it's not for free <laughs> although the podcast is, for free, is so also free enjoy it. Uh, but yeah take some time and i also said this too it's kind of like getting free therapy like these are yeah. people who have done a lot of work in their field to become psychologists therapists of all sorts so it is it's yeah free therapy okay so that's tomorrow yeah that's tomorrow yeah. uh anything else happening this week so tomorrow night living room worship is happening on instagram right. live at 8 p.m yeah. so this is uh empty now so i'm gonna set it there i just like wild, holding it even guy. though it's, em it's been empty for like 20 <laughs> minutes and i just keep holding it uh but that's happening tomorrow night on instagram live um and i i believe it's uh larissa and brad nibs who yeah. are leading us this yeah week, this is great, great. Fresh um yeah so that'll be that'll yeah. be kind of fun and then Thursday video. Yeah, Thursday I'll have something up on YouTube, some video talking yeah. about something. Great. Friday we have community challenge. Community challenge in the common area. Yeah. Um, Which was so great. There uh, were there were the all these were books. Yeah. So if you're not in the common area on Facebook, uh, maybe this is a great time to be back on Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Facebook, but I'm there. And I we put together our lending library mm -hmm. on Goodreads. I know some of our Commons people, not everybody, but some Commons people are Goodreads nerds like me. And so we have a bunch of people in our um, bookshelf or able to view the bookshelf in Goodreads, which mm -hmm. is great. And and uh, then I thought, let's get some book recommendations. And I said, any genre is open. Yeah. And people went for it. Yeah. It was like fiction and not I threw a weird book in there yeah, that I really liked. I had never week, seen so. it before. So that was really fun. So I'm yeah. cooking up a new community challenge for Friday. Great. So that's on Friday. And then on the weekend, uh, all of our services. Um, by the way, parents, if you haven't checked out the kids stuff uh, that the team is putting together, it's amazing. Ashley is killing it with these craft so videos. Good. They're amazing. They're so, they're so much so fun. Good. I just watch them. I'm like, I, I just oh want to hang out with Miss Ashley when all this is over. <laughs> So anyway, that's great, th that's great stuff that's yeah, happening. It is really good. And share that stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, I did want to kind of end with, uh, well, are we ending? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean you're the, it's your, uh, your podcast or whatever. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but I was thinking about how we are like, like we don't really get a choice here. Like if we want to connect, we have to do a right. lot of that digitally. So I have never, I, I mean, I've moved around a little bit and I'm not particularly good at like phone calls mm. and FaceTimes. I right. don't like them. <laughs> I'd rather do 10 other things. But yesterday I did like pick up the phone and randomly called my nice. friend Jess in California. And it was just so good to talk to her and spend some time like hearing her story. And I've been thinking about the wisdom that she shared with me for, mm. you know, the whole day, which was great. Uh, but I've also been thinking about just the little notes that people send from our Instagram stories or cool. the way they interact in the common area. Like every everything you post right now matters it's true (laughs) everything you post matters like every book every like little like that you make um you're showing Mm -hmm. yourself you're you're present in these spaces and it means a lot to me as a person i think it means a lot to us as a team but Mm -hmm. it means a lot to other people who are seeing you engage so thank you and keep leaning in to that because it uh, is we we can't be in the same room right now but we yeah can and it's, digitally and it's, share it's space. totally and it, and it is it is yeah. it does mean a lot it i think for lot. me for our staff but also um i mean one of the things that's interesting now is, is trying to figure out like what works like what is helpful for people right yeah you know like what is meaningful right now because yeah, i don't want to waste your time yeah exactly waste my so, time. <laughs> so like i mean we, we are trying to listen and we're trying yeah. to hear but by all means like a little feedback like yeah. uh, small things like a like are helpful we we you know, we do pay attention to those things, but yeah. also the messages received, the support, yeah. the encouragement received yeah. from the community is so, That's so great. welcome right now, yeah. especially as we're in this new world where we're trying to figure out, okay, like, how do you do ministry yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, and, and we're learning a lot. Like, yeah. we're making adjustments all the time. We're learning a, how to turn on our microphones. So that's a good start. But, you <laughs> it's know, great. Yeah. It's great. Well, what that's else? all I have. What else do you have? Uh, that's all I have. That's it. Okay. That's my plan. Great. Uh, yeah, we filled an hour. All right. It's great. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Yeah, um, thanks check out all reason. the things yeah. online this week. Yeah. Um, stay in touch. Send us a message. Yeah. We are available, um, our whole team, on uh, a Zoom for, for chats yeah, and meetings, absolutely. that type of stuff. Um, we're creating uh, more stuff to engage with you. But also, it's it's this type of stuff, being able to interact back and forth. It is, mm-hmm. it's, it's real. Just, it's so cool to see yeah. people making connections with each other. Like, we're just sitting here talking to each other. Yeah. And people are having real conversations in the live chat yeah. with each other. Like, there's going to be a day where we have an after party party and totally. we're in the same room jared's gonna make us cocktails if that's your vibe <laughs> it will be mine and it's gonna be great i'm so. in a laurel canyon tonight what was that um muddled cucumbers okay. and grapefruit bitters okay uh gin amaro driver mouth. okay it was pretty good next time bring mm-hmm. that along. yeah uh, it wasn't my favorite but it was i'm always I'm a little unsure about the cucumber yeah. situation, but I'm there for the like, grapefruit bitters. That sounds I, great. I just, just need to eat gin. some cucumbers. Especially. <laughs> anyway. All right, that was fun. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks <laughs> yeah. so much. Really appreciate it. Bye, guys. See ya.